But yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So Hove's going in the Hall of Fame. First uh, rap artist as a solo rap artist to get in in a minute. Wait, no, Pac. Pac was in it. He got inducted a couple years ago. We a Hove out here, bro. <laughs> um, it's a lot going on. Whole lot. Whole lot, lot, lot of shit. Whole lot of shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not using any of this, but we had a whole uh, secret podcast for an hour and a half. Now, if y'all do want to give us some donations, we might release that to you individually. <laughs> On Patreon. No, I'm Bro, just kidding. We need a Patreon for the secret shit. I know. Be like, Yo, <laughs> y'all really want to know? Like, okay. Like we These go, niggas will find out that we be talking about them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're villains. I know. <laughs> so if y'all want to hear the evil podcast, like the unedited shit or the shit we don't play, just like hit us up on DMs to say you would pay for Patreon. It's going to be worth it. Because <laughs> like as much cash shit as we talk and we put out, we talk even more shit. So... Yeah, just know that we out here wilding. Um, last week was our uh, our third anniversary. Got a lot of shout outs and stuff. Yeah, we did. Thanks to everybody. Shout out to us. I had a lengthy conversation with one of my favorite listeners, Laura. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I saw the messages and I was like, oh, shit, is she mad? Did we say something? I know. I was like, what? I thought she was attacking me. I was like, oh, shit, did I say? Did I say something about white women? Because what? Because <laughs> she was talking, she was attacking Dr. Umar. <laughs> Woo. We share, a sa- we share the same village. I was very relieved to read the messages and be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, Umar, do that to you. Child, I thought I had pissed somebody off. <laughs> it's like, no, we can't lose fans. We can't lose listeners. But yeah. So yeah, shout out to Lord Gang Gang. <laughs> shout out to Laura, <laughs> bro. Like, uh, yeah, that shit. That shit is a, is fucking funny. Also, uh, Markham enjoyed me telling him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only because you knew he was gonna catch it. Yeah. Like I, I, like I told him, I was like, bro, I started to just tell you heads up, but it was funnier that way for him to say it. But, uh, yeah, got a lot of love. Pour me some of that wine. That's why I brought a cup for you. Um, yeah, so we both had a hell of a weekend and now we're back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're black. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um... Like, what are we gonna start with? So, listen, I saw the Porsche shit before the Porsche shit became the Porsche shit, <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because usually I see shit or I peep game on new shit on Twitter first, but I seen this on Instagram first, and then I started catching wind on Twitter. I was on Twitter Sunday night, and all of a sudden. I just see a ton of I always, every Sunday night. I always see a ton of Real Housewife uh, tweets, mm-hmm. but 
it was it felt like it was just everywhere. Usually I can I can peep what's going on. I've never watched Real Housewives. <laughs> Not because I, like it's above me or nothing. It's just I that was just never one of my shows. My guilty pleasure uh reality show was keeping up with the Kardashians for the longest. Oh yeah. That was my shit. <clears throat> See, I um I started off on the Real Housewives, but I just didn't keep up past like the fifth or sixth season. Like after season five or six, I just be like, okay. The, the only time I watched some of it was like Wendy went through this phase where she was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta all the time. Like, cause she loved Nene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who doesn't love Nene? Right. White women love Nene. They do. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were, uh, so like, I just saw a whole, usually I see like the tweets like while it's happening where I guess where people are like live watching or mm-hmm. live tweeting. Mm-hmm. But then like it got bigger than that to where I saw niggas that definitely don't watch it talking about it. And I, I couldn't piece everything together. Like, I can't believe Portia. I can't believe Portia. I was like, what the fuck? What she do? So I had screenshot Portia's Instagram because I was like, oh, we got to talk about this because this seemed like some <laughs> dirty shit. Because I was just like, oh, okay, Portia with a new nigga already. What's going on? <laughs> so I had to, I had to read the caption after that. And I was like, oh, shit. It's some shit. This is some shit. So that's when I saw Twitter blowing the fuck up about it. And I was like, yeah, this some wild shit. And I'm just like, is this scripted? Or did this really happen like this? Shit like that happens. For them to then announce that she's going to have a three part whatever. It's just like. Okay. So you got to set it up. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) Let me find the screenshot. Because baby, when I tell you she wrote a 500 word essay in her fucking caption. Okay. Wait, should we say what happened first or should we? <clears throat> this is going to tell it. This okay. is going to tell it. Okay. Portia on Instagram said, our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast. But we are living life each day to its fullest. I choose happiness every morning and every night, tuning out all negative energy and only focused on positive wishes. He makes me so happy. And to me, that is what matters most. For all of you that need facts, I get the optics. But Simon filed for divorce. See, this right here is when I was like, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Simon filed for divorce from a previous marriage in January. I had nothing to do with With their divorce filing. That's between the two of them. Phelan and I are not friends. (laughs) Well, (laughs) understandably so at this point. I mean, whatever friendship y'all did have. Uh, Phelan and I are not friends and Simon's divorce has been settled. Our relationship. Wait a minute. So how is it just his divorce? Anyway, uh, our relationship is a positive, loving step toward uh, forward in everyone's lives. Simon and Dennis are committed to being respectful and supportive of my happiness in this situation. Dennis is her baby daddy, as well as being the best co-parents they can be to baby PJ. Isn't she pregnant now? I don't think so. I think that was one of the rumors that she is pregnant now. Oh, 
I have not seen that yet. Um, Two black men stepping up and being amazing people. Let's praise them. It's truly a beautiful moment in my life, and we cannot wait to spend the rest of our lives together. So she also has like a big ass ring on her finger. Yeah. Now. (sighs) Simon is what? Nigerian. His last name is Guabadia. Yeah, he's Nigerian. Guabodia. Wow, I don't. I should be better at it because I'm the uncle of two ni- half Nigerian kids, but I am still. It's hard out here. Um, My family's from Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi, <laughs> the sip. Um, yes. Yeah, so I still don't know the the, the details because I don't watch the shit. But I just saw all the clips on Twitter of. Portia's first time in Phelan's home yes. when she was still married to Simon and everybody was was quoting when she was like me and Phelan are not friends like, <laughs> that's you all the tags on the show were like Phelan Portia's friend right so it's like, like Supreme Dreams like they got you in 4k <laughs> how did they get you in 4k oh I know this ain't who I think it is <laughs> yo um so I still don't have I don't know if this is right or wrong yet still because I don't know the details. But on the outside looking in, it looked real. Like I just feel like for one, why did we have to know this shit? So it's the show. I get it uh to a certain extent. But to go this far into like all the it's the lengthy explanation that to me points a finger at guilt. Like you are just trying so hard Dead to cover away. as much of your ass as you can to get people off of your ass when really you could have just like left the shit where it was at. You could have disabled the comments. You could like <laughs> But I mean all right from everything I pieced together. I mean, she's clearly having a relationship with her friend's ex. Full stop. Let's just stop there. (laughs) Very recent ex. Like, if y'all broke up in the quarantine, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not talking about first phase quarantine, I'll talk about, like, we were in season four of the quarantine when y'all broke up. And you already just falling in love. Um, okay. We have had conversations before about what is girl code and if girl code does exist. Women have shown that girl code does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> Survey says. <laughs> Y'all like we y'all don't have any code, uh, none, y'all, no code of ethics. It, y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all Ooh. just like yo, this you should have been taking care of your nigga. That's how women be when like the nigga cheat. Child, 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 child. I <laughs> women will drop kick another woman for a fucking dude that ain't shit. And there were so many people 
that were just like in favor of it and praising it, especially after they saw the ring. Like a lot of oh, people yeah. were just like, okay, Portia, like I see why. And I'm just like, he uh, worth $50 million. Blah, blah, blah. I see you. I see you. When they were yeah. reading him for not being good looking, but they saw how much right. money this man made. It's like, oh, well, sh-. which we going to touch on this for a brief second. A lot of people were, I don't care how the nigga look. A lot of people were being very anti-black about talking about some of his features Mm-mm. and her talking about like some of the uh things like oh well him. he's a nigerian man so he's gonna have nigerian features and you know black people we come from you know african-americans we come from them so you know some real anti-blackness going on um but yeah man <sighs> people are full of shit that's what it comes down to. Like I and, hate that shit. But I don't know, man. It is it's definitely weird. I'm not gonna judge anybody based on like how they pop up or whatever. But for us to see all this shit going on is kinda low key wild. Also, I do have another question in which I can use a little bit of this. Uh a certain person asked me, did I know what was going on? And I was like, I was was like, yeah, you know, I seen some stuff on Twitter. She was like, well, did you see that Phelan is also engaged? Yeah, I saw that too. And then somebody posted a video of her proposing to a dude. Yeah. But apparently it was an old video or some shit though. Yeah. And then she was like, well, did you see the video of her proposing to a guy? And I was like, would you ever, before I could even get the sentence out, nope. <laughs> so you be even if I nope wouldn't matter. Ooh, I was like, so you wouldn't propose to another. You wouldn't propose to a guy. No, and then she said something vulgar, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I might ask a nigga to marry me. You know, haphazardly, but I'm not. Oh, I'm not getting down on one knee with no fucking ring in public. I saw a picture today of a woman who was clearly pregnant, pregnant. on the beach. <laughs> on the beach. Very on one, pregnant. On one knee asking the nigga to marry her. That nigga is a fucking legend. <sighs> like in the future hall of uh mask of toxic masculinity, that nigga got an exhibit somewhere. I heard a digmatized, but god damn it. That is fucking legend shit. I'd be like, teach me your ways. She was pregnant on a fucking knee. Pregnant, pregnant. Too. And he let her. Pregnant, <laughs> pregnant. Pregnant, pregnant. That might be our cover for <laughs> <laughs> Toxic femininity. <laughs> Toxic femininity is definitely <laughs> the name of this episode. Like, what the fuck? Are, like, I know the common thing on Twitter is, are men okay? Are women okay? Ooh, Jesus. Y'all be pressed for some shit that it's like, the fuck? It'd be a, it, it'd be a lot of shit going on. It's it'd just, be a lot of shit going it, on. It's just like the, the whole TikTok thing where 
I remember when oh. I lost my mind. Everybody want to humiliate themselves. Like, y'all want to one up each other on this shit? Right. <laughs> I like, whoa. I don't like trauma porn. Mm-mm. These niggas, they telling real life stories. And some of this shit be dark, bro. Yes. Like, I'm trying to remember what's the worst one I saw. These bitches is going out sad. <laughs> Hey, they showing all they else. The one where the girl said that she uh she her, dropped out of school and paid for this nigga's yeah, something business she or was, some shit. She was in school for I think pre-med and she, he, dropped down to something lesser. He she started studying law because yeah, he was a trap yeah, nigga. Yeah. So she could be his attorney for when oh. and then he told her that I don't feel like it's right for me to do this to you. I got a lot of problems being an adult. Like he might not Could have said it probably earlier than he did, but still, but he said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she just wanted to show and tell all of us the shit. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That was the dumbest shit I ever saw. Like, Why? <laughs> I wish people could see your face. <laughs> that shit had me bothered. The sheer confusion. Why the fuck would you date a trap dude and think that it's like I get trying to save a hoe, but god damn it, bitch. <laughs> don't save him. He don't, don't want to be, be saved. <laughs> and and you not even like you just trying to beat help him beat cases you're you? not, right you're not even trying to save him in the right way you're not trying to take him out the streets you're trying you're to like just that. make sure that he can stay in the street <laughs> what is that she was like my nigga gonna be Nino Brown I don't give a fuck <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with women oh, mm. the other bad one this one got goofy bitch written all over her she was like oh it said something like my uh my ex was dating another girl and he made me and her give a presentation on oh, who should win yeah. yeah and she did the shit she did the shit and still lost <laughs> you i would never i'd have done some goofy ass fucking shit mm-hmm. trying to impress a woman I will never tell you niggas half the shit I fucking did. And I damn sure you ain't going to see my face saying shit either. You ain't going to get me a 4K showing that I was a goofy bitch. I refuse. And I said this a month ago. I said, you know why we can't just take our L's in private? Like, right. what are we doing? Not just rehashing. <laughs> old L's but videoing about them and bringing them into 2021 <clears throat> don't do that like can't we all just say we done been stupid for some shit and move on like why we gotta why we gotta go into detail about how manic we are right or were for somebody like let's take a lot of this shit to the grave I will not tell any I've told you some of the stuff it's some stuff I'll never tell you same <laughs> <laughs> Some shit, it just ain't nobody ever gonna fucking know. Cause I just can't have Kim being like, look at this dumbass nigga. <laughs> we have all, and I mean all, been dumb for somebody. Yeah. 
And the you gotta just tuck that shit in and be like, never again, bitch. Learn from it and keep it moving. But like, why so, y'all want to? What is it? What is this humiliation culture? I don't get it. It's this real Generation Z also. It's very Gen Z, and they just think it's just ha ha. Because like, how we how we go from moving silence and keep your shit private to, to let me tell you about the time I <laughs> I'm gonna put all my L's on the forefront. Let me make sure you never respect me as a person. And then like just be they just be happy. <laughs> like I just mm-mm. it's everything for clout, man. Everybody wants to one up the next person just so they can get more engagements and more follows and more. That's all it is. I ain't been on TikTok in a minute. I used to be on it for laughs, TikTok, but now I'm just like TikTok is toxic. Now I'm just like mm, TikToksic. <laughs> TikTok. It's a lot of toxic shit. We can have a lot of different names. <laughs> Like I'm just gonna have to pull one out of a hat and be like, it could be anything. <laughs> TikToksic is amazing. <laughs> Feminine TikToksity. <laughs> it's a lot. It's just I'm. I just, bro. I got to take a break from social one of these days. If I get to go on like a real vacation for like three to five days, it's over. My phone is not gonna be tended to. I'm I'm going on a vacation this year. Period. Call it. Period. I'm going. I'm going somewhere with a nigga. <laughs> Where it's gonna be, I don't fucking know. <laughs> we just going on uh, vibes. Yep. <laughs> no so, plans. No nigga. Just vibes. vibes. I, I, dick and vibes. <laughs> uh, what like? But yeah, this. This Gen Z shit is wild to me. Very much. Like, I feel like with us, we wanted to show, like, our generation, we wanted to show that we were authentic and it was a level of authenticity. Mm-hmm. We weren't trying to show our fucking L's, though. I feel like, if anything, we trying to make people believe that we got better shit than what we actually got. Not, not. We got that shit from our baby boomer ass fucking parents. Yeah, we did. We not out here trying to let y'all know. I, I was stupid <laughs> <laughs> and give you detail of how stupid I fucking was and the more detail it is the more likes but you know what I feel like it feeds into also is this glorification of um, depression and you know what I'm saying other mental health issues I feel like it's feeding into that whole niche of the internet right now like everybody is romanticizing just being the sad girl and that's also the psych that's how it, that part of it is kind of how it was in our day <clears throat> mm-hmm. the emo phase yeah which i mean we're not really i'll talk about it later. but the emo phase i mean yeah like because i reposted on facebook today like a post from like 2010 where i'm just like pursuit of happiness kid cutty you know she's like it's all right, 21-year-old Dennis. I mean, it's, it's all right, 21-year-old me. It's okay. Because, I mean, that's what it was. Like, yeah. so, that's the only thing about Facebook. Sometimes I be getting, like, uh, flashbacks. The memories. Of when I was, like, depressed as fuck. And I'm like, man. I'm, I mean, I'm sure people knew back then, but they didn't know how, how bad it was. I hate getting them flashbacks. It's either depressing or... 
just cringy, like looking back at your know, thought process. It's just, like, you dumb like, bitch. <laughs> Dennis, you dumb bitch. <laughs> be like, That's why I couldn't make a TikTok about this shit. My Facebook be kicking my fucking ass. <laughs> where I'm like, oh my God. I'm sorry that I thought this was a smart idea. Ooh, I also searched my DMs on Facebook. Whew. Ooh, I will never. Ooh, I started deleting shit. <laughs> that sounds like trauma to me, baby. I, and I was just like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, that's why I'm glad I retired out of DMs, unless I'm talking about somebody else and some funny shit. I retired from DMs and trying to holler at people. It's not a. You can't well, win. yeah, I did too. Now I'm just sorting through DMs to see. If people are being nice or if they actually trying to holler at people, holler at me, because I'm just like, sometimes I don't be knowing that niggas really be shooting a shot. Like, niggas really think they be shooting a shot sometimes and they don't really be shooting a shot. This is true. Be like, oh, you look nice. I told you she looked nice. Like, that's not a fact. Everybody's telling her she looks nice. That's easy. Like, my daddy told me that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that joke when you're like, he's funny, but my dad's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah I, I can see how that would be hard though to navigate because yeah I it used to, I mean women we all like the internet joke is that women do that too where it's like the uh well, women be shooting their shot by thinking that you can read their fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Niggas shoot their shot thinking that you give them a fucking compliment that that's showing that he's interested in you. Like, no, nigga, you might just have eyes. <laughs> that's it. I I be trying to make sure that it doesn't seem like I'm shooting a shot with people. Because sometimes, like, on just make it feel genuine. I think the only bad thing about having multiple like girl best friends is I'd be like yes bitch (laughs) (laughs) I'd definitely slip up and call some of my niggas girl (laughs) I have gotten it a lot I don't care (laughs) but like yo I'd be like yes okay it's not like for me it's definitely not coming from no like I'm trying to hook up cause like I said before I ain't gonna say that uh (laughs) I don't have to edit that shit out. But look, there's <laughs> only one. That's all I'm going to say. It's only one I give a fuck about. But look. Here we go. You back. You fell. You falling into the sunken place. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, with social media. Um, another thing that social media was up on was the Joe Budden yeah. uh, fiasco. What is going on with that? Please okay. enlighten the nigga. Okay. So <laughs> I don't watch, I don't listen or watch a uh, Budden podcast as much as I did like this time last year. Because mm-hmm. that was definitely, I watched all of it back in the Spotify days. Um, that was my daily dosage of toxic masculinity. (laughs) It made me feel like I was with my my uh, toxic ass niggas. 
So um, the last couple months, their energy's just been weird. After they left Spotify and Joe was making those 60-minute rants about <laughs> what their creator and what their creatives need to be able to do and how they're being pigeonholed and all this shit, I just was like, I don't give a fuck. It sounds like rich nigga shit. Which sometimes essentially some, sometimes that's the only thing about like having digital creators who are who have a big platform when they be trying to act like they're fighting for all of us. Man, fuck you. You fighting for rich nigga shit. You fighting for yourself. Like you are not like you ain't on a higher like you ain't doing this shit like we're doing it. Not to say we're any better, of course, but it's just you we ain't in the same game. But so I, you know, I, between that and I actually hated Maul. I'm not even gonna lie. I hated Maul because Maul is like Maul the, was not a likable character. Maul is that nigga in the barbershop who don't read a fucking book, but, but think he know everything because he didn't heard some shit from this nigga or, or this nigga. Feel like he entitled to to express his shit and and be right about shit. And I get it. You didn't been in a lot of rooms. Your your big brother founded Rockefeller with Jay Z. I get it. Like I get it. You know Hove. Like no no Hove. But that don't mean shit to me. <laughs> and you just like every other dumbass nigga I know. So like between that shit and then, you know, Maul was also on some acting like he might be a MAGA. And I was like, mm-mm. That's what I was done with niggas being like, yo, why not listen to what Trump said? Like, no, nah, fuck you, nigga. So I stopped listening. But they had this tension that kept building between like Joe and Rory and Maul. And then I guess it was like two months ago, they had an episode where like the episode, like it used to be where you could watch them and they're vibing. Mm-hmm. They got general, like, good chemistry and stuff. And the last couple of episodes were just not that. So in the meantime, behind the scenes, Joe had told Rory, take a podcast off. Don't show up. <laughs> so Maul was like, yo, how the fuck you going to tell him he can't show up to the podcast? Yeah. And Joe. Rory just feels like he don't do no wrong. Yeah. Joe just Rory is the most sympathetic character to me because he is a millennial to heart and I understand where he be coming from most times. Joe is just he has a very short fuse. He doesn't have patience for a lot. But that's when it gets crazier. So Maul's like, yo, how the fuck you gonna do that? And so Maul more or less got in solidarity with Rory, which I don't like Maul for a lot of things, but I do think Maul is a real ass Nick. So they didn't show up. Maul didn't show up also, even though Rory was the one that's supposed to take a couple weeks off. So Joe brought in two of his friends to fill in the seat. I hate these niggas. Oh, I don't like them at all. And then also that's when they had the Kevin Samuels episode <laughs> and and like did crazy numbers. So uh, like some of the people, like some of the fans were like, yo, you know, I miss Rory and Maul, but 
I'm not mad. You could do the chemistry. without it still. Right. Yeah. Especially like comparing to like how the other episodes were. It was tension and all this stuff. Mm. And then they came back. And that episode where they came back and talked about everything was the most awkward shit. I bet. Like Thomas hit me up. He was like, yo, bro, did you see this week? I was like, <laughs> no. And I watched. I was like, what the fuck? And I just knew this shit ain't going to work. And then they had another episode and it was another awkward episode. And then they went on vacation. And Wednesday, which their episodes always come out on Wednesday and Saturday. Wednesday, Twitter is going crazy. It's like, yo, Joe fired Rory on air. On air? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, um, so what happened was Joe had put the full episode up. And once niggas saw that he had fired Rory on there, he pulled the episode off and put it on Patreon. But because I am a, a grimy, greasy ass nigga too. <laughs> you would have did that shit too. I I would have done that. Definitely. That was a genius move. But I went to YouTube and found it also because as a former music pirate, I could find anything on the fucking internet. So I listened to the whole thing. So he fires Rory for being in breach of contract. And says he's no longer welcome. The whole thing from Joe's point of view, which I take with a grain of salt because Joe Button is a psychopath and an evil, maniacal uh, narcissist. His whole thing was the whole time Rory was trying to act like they built all of this together. But they weren't trying to be involved with the business end of all of this stuff. Joe was the one that was doing all of that. Hmm. So, um, so Joe's point of view was like him and Maul got into it because Maul asked him some stuff about the business, and he was like, "You can't ask me anything about the business." And Maul was like, "So I can't ask you anything about the business." And Joe's like, no, which is crazy. It's so fucking insane. And from there, it just got worse and worse. But Joe went on all these rants about how Rory wasn't doing this and uh, Maul wasn't doing this. And it's like Maul isn't even doing research. He's just showing up and he's they're getting paid more than what they're worth, which might be true. But at the same time, it's still. They helped with it. Nobody was watching it because of Joe Button. Yeah. They were watching it because the chemistry of everybody involved. Right. Yeah. So the only thing I don't like about it is it reeks of I'm a small business owner. So that should overcompensate. I mean, (laughs) like that should cover up all my sins of being a shitty human being. Mm hmm. So, Joe don't need to run nothing. He's he's too emotional. He's he's, but he's not level headed at all consistently. But the other 
the the thing that makes Joe a hypocrite is when he was making all those rants about how the industry does uh, creative people and all of these things. He ended up doing the exact same thing to his friends mm-hmm. and his relationships. Yeah, and he signed contracts. And another <clears> thing, <throat> another one of the things that happened in the episode was. He says, so Rory Maul can go make a podcast. Well, they can't. Not for a year. Or I'm going to sue the shit out of them. So they signed a non-compete, basically. For at least a year, if they walked away. It seems like he set all this shit up. It feels very narcissistic. It is. But at the same time, that's how the business is. And if you weren't paying attention to your contracts and all the things going on, which all of them niggas love to critique people in the business who aren't paying attention to their money and shit. Mm -hmm. They read Meg for filth. And these niggas were doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So it shows... Just how niggas ain't on they P's and Q's like the way that they be acting Maybe like that. Like For sure. And Joe took advantage of that situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that shit. And I can't I can't I can't listen to this podcast anymore. For one, because like I said, Rory is my favorite person on the podcast. I used to like Parks, but now Parks is just sucking fucking uh, Joe's dick <laughs> because he's like, "Oh, I like it here." Yeah. Oh, uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Joe is not going to have longevity in anything. I think he is the way that he operates. He is. I I think he's not going to go away. I mean, I don't think he's going to go away, but as far as just like consistently keeping an entity with other people past a certain amount of time. If he has enough people around him that can keep him away from himself, he'll succeed. And so far he's had that. I think for something like this to work with Joe Budden, he needs a rotation of hosts and co-hosts. And that's what's going to end up happening. That's why I think he's not going anywhere. It's gonna, it's kind of gonna be like the eighty five South show, how they just always have different guests and different people hosting. <laughs> like sometimes it's Carlos and Chico, sometimes it's Carlos Chico in DC, sometimes it's just Carlos and uh, Clayton, sometimes it's just. And that's the brand. The brand isn't Joe. The brand is the platform. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, the only thing about this is a critique on our generation and the whole fuck your job (laughs) movement that we're all on (laughs) that's assuming that there's a rainbow or that there's a pot of gold on on the side like at the end of the rainbow Mm -hmm. some sometimes bad people succeed Sometimes she most I'm being conservative with it, but you know, bad people usually come out on top, right? And we gotta quit me like, well, they'll never, like, they'll never be right. They'll probably sleep good at night. Like, Mm. 
Only for a certain amount of time. Because I feel like, especially with people like Joe, certain shit is going to start to eat him up. I saw, oh, I hope I saved it. Because he's, he's gone through this uh, with his relationship shit before. Who is it? Somebody said it the other day. It was perfect. I don't want to mess it up because the way they said it was absolutely true. Okay, I can't find it. But essentially, somebody was like, karma was only made to make people feel better about themselves. Like the idea of karma eh, doesn't really mean anything. I was like, eh. it's kind of like the way I feel about when people say, uh, Like where they act like uh, money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. That's just shit that they tell broke people, mm-hmm. so they won't fucking kill themselves. That's true. Like okay, money is something. I wouldn't say it. It might not be everything, but it determines probably nine out of ten things that's going on in your life. It's a big thing, my nigga. Right. <laughs> We just can't divorce that shit from reality. It's almost like what I talked about last week where it's like, yo, we gotta accept the world we live in Mm. at the same time as the world we want to live in. Mm -hmm. And ignoring the things around you is not noble. It has to be balanced with it. Damn. Okay, bars. Miracle, miracle, spiritual. <laughs> Speaking of bars, uh, we're actually flowing now. Okay. Um, so at 12 o'clock tonight, or actually probably in 10 minutes, because it'll be 12 o'clock on the East Coast. J. Cole is coming out with an album. And Nikki has something coming out. I have no idea. We don't know. I've seen it. It might be a visual. Might be a visual album. Maybe a song. I don't know. But she's been very te- nervous. She has been teasing all week. And I am excited. Even though I hate both of them niggas. <laughs> I don't, Man, I don't hate them. I hate their fans. I hate J. Cole fans way more than I hate Nikki fans. Because she a female Wayne. I respect it. Yeah. Uh J. Cole fans are just like uh, it's it's the perfect <laughs> mix. <laughs> Of I like, can't explain it. It's the perfect mix of like, like whole temperature. Like, oh, you think you're better than somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the mix of being like, oh, but I'm better than you because I listen to this <laughs> nigga. And like you think you're better than me because you don't listen, but I know that I'm better than you because I do. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And it's just like, man, everybody calmed. Down. Right. <laughs> and then that's why the joke about 
you have to have a, a certain level of intellect to understand J. Cole. And then he's just making jokes. Like, now, the uh, the freestyle he made over the 93 to Affinity. Uh, the L.A. Lakers freestyle. That shit was dope as fuck. Yeah. But at the same time, the one that he did on Steel Tipping where he made the Bill Cosby rape joke is exactly what the fuck we be saying about Jake Cole. Yeah. Y'all be thinking he's some lyrical, miracle, spiritual ass nigga and be making like whole songs saying faggot in it 90 times yes. in a row. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Like we can, and this is what I want people to understand too, is like, it's okay if your favorite fucks up sometimes. We yes. can acknowledge that. Like, let that be okay for people to acknowledge that. Like, Nikki married a sex offender. It sucks. But she's still my favorite. She's still one of my favorites. Oh, I, I hate that for my sis. I can't respect that I hate shit, that huh? for my good sis, but... <laughs> Why would you do that? I, I'm also... I'm also not out here just defending that for her just because I love her. Like, that's some dumb bitch shit. I'm sorry. It's really scary. It's kind of creepy. I'm very kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. I'm very concerned. But at the same time, if she not worried about it, then I can't be worried about it. I'm going to just enjoy Nikki for what she does for us and let her have her personal life to herself her baby is adorable he stole her whole entire face he is so cute he got the chubbiest little cheeks and my ovaries literally be exploding but every day out here his daddy is a sex offender his daddy is a sex offender and that's very hard to not get past but but, but at least i'm able to see that there's some fucked up shit <laughs> And acknowledge that that's some fucked up shit. And I'm not going to get mad at anybody for recognizing that that's some fucked up shit. So why y'all be getting mad at us for calling J. Cole out for some of the fucked up shit that he has done so far? What was that? What? Oh. Um, it was the chair. I just, I just want people to stop, like, stop being ready to go to war for these niggas like they haven't done any wrong and then you know sometimes i be thinking you know what my me being a kanye saying is not the worst thing in the world because when you really look at it outside of the let's not say outside of you know the slavery was a choice and supporting <laughs> donald trump what has he really done <laughs> He didn't marry a sex offender. He don't be just saying the F word all the time. He's just a nigga that don't pay attention to politics and say stupid shit. And 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 skips out on his prescribed medications. And that's a personal thing to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather him it's gonna sound that's gonna sound bad. I would much rather him skip medicine than to marry a sex offender. And have a child with that sex offender. I believe in redemption for most people, except for them niggas. Mm. And if I'm wrong, fuck it. Quit listening. No, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I'm. I'm we, excited we, though. We have discussed before how we both felt about J Cole. Like 
There was a period when he dropped and it was dope shit. And that was what, Forest Hills Drive? Or before then for you? For me, the mixtapes were amazing. He had a hunger and was... I will never divorce the fact that J. Cole can spit. Yeah, I I would never say nothing about that. I'm not disagreeing. I just feel like his shit is not fully fleshed out all the time. Yeah, it'd be a lot of shit that still feels like it need a little finesse on it, or like, and then some immature shit that's just like it just don't reach me. Like some of his other things have reached me, and I'd be low key disappointed and just like that's what it is. It was at one point where I was just like, this just just not the J. Cole that I. thought was coming at us like when you listen to like an old track like grown simba like (laughs) this nigga's about to be the fucking goat i like he's about to be the fucking goat and then you sound a hove you're like okay it's all let's go and and then no no and this nigga's a weirdo I'll never forget that video of him uh, dapping up Gabrielle Union instead of giving her a church hug. What kind of, nigga, what the fuck is wrong? You from the South. <laughs> yeah. It's just shit like that. And it's petty shit. And I know. And fuck it. Kendrick is fucking better. I don't give a fuck what you motherfuckers think. Agreed. For a thousand percent agreed. But I will also be a hundred percent honest. As far as us goes, it's Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, Wale. Mm. Wale after J. Cole? Yeah. I love Wale. Wale's one of my favorites, but you have to put him after J. Cole. Is it lack of body of work or? I wouldn't say lack of body of work, but. When J. Cole is on, he is on in a way that it's like, that's why it's like the disappointment factor be like, you are one of the greatest rappers alive. Yeah. yeah. Why are you doing? You were so close. It's like, it's like, it's like being like right on the edge of orgasm and then <laughs> blue balls. And then, you know, I'm saying nothing like what happened? <laughs> Like, the stroke was just right until that last half of one. <laughs> like, like he bodied that uh, ninety three to infinity one, yeah. and then the still tipping one was fucking going. Yeah. And he wanted to throw in a stupid ass bar about Bill Cosby and and rape. What the? It's twenty twenty one, nigga. What? Read the fucking room. And niggas, oh, that was such a great No, it wasn't. What the fuck is wrong with you? Just because somebody says something and they have the audacity to say it, knowing that they're not going to get canceled, does not make it a good bar. Do I think that that's hip hop? Definitely. But that's not fucking an insightful fucking bar. Yeah. Eminem said a lot of crazy shit. I just want to know what exactly was going through his mind when that happened. He was like, like yeah, this is no bar. It's like, you dumbass nigga. No wonder you fucking, man, I hate you. <laughs> Who signed off on that? Who but, was just like, oh, yeah, nigga, that's it. Let it go. But, all right, it's 1058 Central Time. So, the 
album's about to drop in probably three minutes. I bet you you will see a tweet at eleven oh five saying this is the greatest album of I'm, all time. I'm, I got my Twitter up like open, just <laughs> waiting for everything to flood in, all things Nikki and all things J Cole. And then I tweeted the other day. I was like, a part of me like is excited, like the hip hop fan in me is excited. But the troll inside of me can't wait to shit on this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to shit on Nicki shit as much as I will shit on J. Cole shit. Just because I just don't like, I don't like the, like the unmitigated gall that you niggas be having for J. Cole. Like, yeah, I just don't like it. You know what? I like J. Cole. I just hate J. Cole fans. It's the same thing as Eminem. I like Eminem. I used to be an Eminem fan. But the stands just take it too far. And I also say this as a Jay-Z, Beyonce, uh, Kanye, uh, Stevie. Shout out to Stevie the Goat. His birthday is today. Yes. Um, Stan. Miles Davis. Tons of other people. You know. That's the shit I do. But you know, just every now and then there's a certain level of Stan. I'm just like, you know what? I fucking hate these niggas. <laughs> And J. Cole fans, or dreamers, if you will. Dreamers. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> I'm just ready for Nikki. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm, my interest is peaked for Mr. Cole. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to but hear But I'm J. not Cole. going to, I'm not going to over anticipate it for fear of being lit. Did down. you listen to the uh, interlude? Yeah. The nigga spitting his fucking ass. He, he's definitely been putting work in. Now, the bar about uh, carrying her son like a, uh, what's it called? Ooh, what was it? Carrying her son like a surrogate. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> he peeling niggas muffin caps back blue. It's like the uh, the hip hop fan in me be excited about nights like this, but then like the the hater in me be like, man, fuck these niggas. They shit on Kanye all the fucking time. Mm. That's why I'm taking this shit personal. I don't really have no smoke for Drake fans, even though I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he's like the goat of our generation, but I just don't get it. I just don't get trying to live your life like Drake. That's the part of it I can't separate. Nobody can do that. Like I said, the same with, thing with J. Cole. Drake is one of the greatest to ever rap. And one of the greatest artists of all of all time. I just don't get trying to live your life like Drake. The reason I'm trying to live my life like Hove, <laughs> Hove is married to the baddest bitch in the game. Drake is still out here just doing fuckboy shit. Stealing niggas women. <laughs> what, what was that about? Like, what in the fuck? Drake. Drake just be doing shit because he can do shit. <laughs> Drake. We need that on the show. <laughs> Drake just be doing shit for the sake of because do- he can. That's I the, do what I can or I do what I want you to do what you can but Drake be doing it. and it works if you're Drake <clears throat> like this gun fuck it I don't give a fuck I'm gonna drink wine look 
if my girl cheated on me, I would be devastated. If she cheated on me with Drake, I kind of get it. It's Drake. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First off, if she was indeed engaged for eight, eight years, if you're engaged to somebody and y'all don't get married in two years, what y'all doing? Yeah, that's the that's one of those only Kevin Samuel things that I'd be like, right? So you were engaged to somebody and they didn't marry after a couple of years? Yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. If I get engaged, I'm trying to marry you tomorrow. No, just- <laughs> 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 yo, fuck it. The only reason I would put off some shit is to stack bread so we can have a dope ass fucking or fucking global pandemic <laughs> panoramic. It happens. Global panoramic definitely uh, prolonged a lot of engagements and that's and hey, sometimes that prolong will yeah reveal happens. some things and in, in you know, you know what it revealed in America <laughs> that. We live in the dumbest fucking country in the world. First of all, today, <laughs> first of all, today, we, uh, mm. the CDC came out and said that if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask around groups of people or in one on one settings, in which most people are like, oh, I didn't know we couldn't do that. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Like half my time was like, wait, what? (laughs) Have you been dead for the last year and a half? What the fuck? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) What kind of rich people privilege do you have? Right. What kind of first world problems? Like, wait, what? What the fuck you mean? (laughs) The other side is like, I mean, that's just gonna mean people gonna lie about being vaccinated. They ain't gonna be checking cards. True. Also, this is a, a, a uh, oh shit, oh shit. They dropped it. Song is called "Fractions" by Nicki Minaj. Let's listen to it. <laughs> Breaking news: This just in. Oh, she dropped a whole album. Whoa, shit! She dropped a whole album. Oh fuck! It is twenty three songs. Oh fuck. All right, the track listing is Seeing Green featuring Drake and Lil Wayne. Fractions. I beg your pardon? Crocodile Teeth. <laughs> I don't know who's Skilly Bang. Skilly Bang. I don't know who that is. No idea. Chirac, Nicki Minaj, and G Herbo. Wait. That came out like, oh, that came out like 2015. Did it? Yeah. Itty Biggie, Itty Biggie Piggy is on here, but... I mean, if you're going to capitalize off of some shit that you know you can capitalize off of again, why not? Uh, it's just like Beyonce shit. She's been performing old shit for the last <laughs> four years. Um, boss ass bitch, Nicki Minaj and P. Taff. I don't know who that is. Intro is number six. Does Apple Music got my shit fucked up? Itty bitty piggy. I get crazy with Lil Wayne. Kill the DJ. Nicki Minaj speaks slumber party with Gucci Mane, Shopaholic featuring Gucci Mane, Bob Who. 
Yo, Bobby V. She brought Bobby Valentino. Beat me up, Scotty. Is who is F one Joe? Yeah, beat me up, Scotty is on here. Uh, gotta go hard. Another one with Lil Wayne. Best I ever had remix with Drake. Okay, so she just re. So this is remastered. Yeah, which it could be some shit if she if she's done it well. Yes. <laughs> Are you disappointed? Let me just play snippets. Seeing green. I am excited for Nikki. Uh, eh. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited that it's on streaming and I can listen to it again without having to pull up Dat Piff, which is the worst fucking. Oh, man. I deleted the Dat Piff app. It's terrible. Now, the only thing I really valued on Dat Piff was um, being able to have 10 day and no ceilings. That's it? Yeah, because that was before No Ceilings was on Apple. No, I'm t- no, I'm saying, bro, I'd be like that. I'd be like that piff, let the chopper fly. I'd be listening to all those Wale mixtapes because Wale was killing. And then I'd be listening to Currency and J. Cole mixtapes. See, that's the thing about, like, I don't even be thinking, like, ooh, who can I search that I don't, that I'm not able to on my other shit, like, it just be random moments where I'm like, ooh, I want to listen to this, but it's not on Apple. Well, let me see if it's on that piff. Like, yeah, I'd be like, man, I need to. Sometimes I'd be like, I got to hear Dom Kennedy Yellow Album right now, which is not on streaming yet. And I don't know why, because I love that album. Um, But yeah, you got to go back and explore the mixtape era. Yeah, I do. I really do. I'm surprised that you didn't like when we were in it because that was like a golden era. That's when mixtapes were better than albums. For sure. (laughs) The only person that was putting out good albums was Ye. Mm. Wake up, Mr. West. But uh, I want Kanye to come back. I know. I want the Sunday service choir to start back up because I want to see them. This summer, I want to go. I just want to have that. I just want to have my face blown off by raw voices. We live in the dumbest fucking country in the world by far, like idiots. Like, so we found out them. Like, if you're vaccinated, you can go without mask. I guess allegedly. <laughs> and then there's been a gas shortage because somebody put ransomware on one of the highest uh, gas distributors, and so people have been freaking out and getting gas at. Alarming rates, and of course, it's driving the price of gas up. And also, people, for some reason, I can't put my finger on why, have decided that they're going to hoard gas in ways that don't seem like the safest. Plastic bags, my nigga. Grocery bags. There is nothing more insecure 
and unsafe than carrying groceries in a grocery bag. Oh wow, he got um he got his Okay, first of all, it's 39 minutes. Perfect length of album. 12 songs. He got his layout stylized. How it looks in Apple. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody do that like that yet. I haven't seen somebody did it. I can't remember. It's been a while. Uh that's kind of how section 80 looked in the old iTunes. But uh yeah, there's nothing more insecure than you getting caught up getting ready for J. Cole. God damn it. <laughs> getting your fucking ready. Fuck. <laughs> we gotta talk about how stupid people are, Kim. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. This is what happens when new music drops in the middle of us recording by two artists that we've been anticipating for forever. Um but yeah. Why would you try to put gasoline in plastic bags? Like it's that one picture I posted on Facebook of somebody having a, a trunk full of gas with the in what in plastic bag. People in my family were wilding too. Like my uncle was like, What is that? <laughs> Somebody said a death wish. Right. And my auntie was which is the best comment on there. And if she's listening, what up, Vicky? <laughs> she was like, I'm just wondering how do you explain that to an insurance company? These are grown folks right here. Yeah, that is an elite question. Real though. adult. <laughs> right. How do you explain my car blew up? Well, how? Well, I Well, had... I was hoarding gas in plastic bags. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We ain't gonna just speed past that like you just didn't say that. I was at Mr. T's store who everybody in that grew up where we grew up know who Mr. T is and where his story is. Support black business. Uh, so I was at Mr. T's store. That's also where I ran into Shaniqua. And the person in front of me had a empty uh, laundry detergent. Uh, like the ones with the handles. Mm-hmm. He was pouring gas in it. People really don't understand <laughs> the chemical makeup of gasoline and how it's not made for any of these. Con- a lot of these uh, containers that they've been putting it in, like gasoline will eat through some shit. And I know this because when I was 16, <laughs> Uh, I had quit being on the football team and I was the football manager. Well, we needed to fill up the Gator, which is a John Deere product with gasoline. And I, like a dumbass, because I was 16, got a styrofoam cup. Hole. Hole. Did the bottom fall out? Did it. (laughs) (laughs) Wee, that's probably one of the easiest things for gas to eat through. And I was like, okay, I learned something today. (laughs) Science. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, I was a moron for doing that. (laughs) And then from that day on, I knew, don't put gasoline in certain things. (laughs) How did nobody else get that memo? 
that I got at 16, which I think I was a little too old to be doing that also. But this type of shit you do when you're 16. I mean, I just thought I just thought most people understood that gasoline was designated for very specific containers. Very specific. Which is why gas cans are made the way that they're made. And if you could just put gas in anything, you they- wouldn't need to have gas. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one is two. Two plus two is if four. Two plus two is four. <laughs> if Johnny has five apples. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Like, we are so fucking selfish. We are so selfish. Yeah, that we will sabotage ourselves trying to get over on somebody, and you might be signing your death wish. We are so selfish. If you feel like you really need to get you some extra gas, fill up a gas can. Unless somebody, like, I feel like everybody should be allowed one full tank and a gas can. But everybody trying to fucking fill up tubs and. and <laughs> flammable gasoline because my thing is you put gas in a big like 15 gallon tub how are you getting it out like what how what rock a bye baby (laughs) what are you siphoning that with and then also yeah how do you not make a fucking mess let somebody light a cigarette five feet away from your shit and it's (laughs) crickets it, it makes me think about those people that pump gas while smoking a cigarette. Oh, Jesus. There is no way. I clear the fuck out of a place. I once saw a pregnant person smoking a cigarette while oh, pumping gas. Definitely. And I knew, yo, her, hey. She didn't care about her or her dad or that baby life. Or anybody else's life around. That's like, <laughs> damn, double of a side. <laughs> Just realize what you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! These people are wild and wrong. <laughs> we live in the dumbest fucking country in the world. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I thought the tissue shit last year was bad. Man, everybody, calm down. If we run out of gas, guess what? We don't got to go to work. <laughs> Let Let's all just run out. Right. And just be, let's be stuck again. Can we talk about how last year quarantine was actually so motherfucking peaceful? Can we talk about the beginning of it? Like once we got past what we had to do to be safe, once we got past actually just sitting our asses home and we, you know, were finding activities to do to keep ourselves occupied. Quarantine was really like such a peaceful time. Like, I honestly cannot explain the level of peace and self-awareness and just like comfort in knowing that if I wanted to get up and look like something, it just didn't fucking matter because I could just be in the house and it didn't fucking matter. Bored in the house and we in the house bored. Nobody required my presence. I could just be where I wanted to be doing what the fuck I wanted to be doing. I spent a lot of days on the back porch chilling. 
Like, quor- I, I found so much peace in quarantine. I grew my hair longer than I ever thought I would grow my hair again. You did. Nigga had a baby fro out here. That was a whole ass fro. Oh, it was crazy. Nigga had a whole fro out here. And then, like, right before I was going to cut, you like, bro, I kind of like the fro. Because <laughs> <laughs> I start rocking the gold chains with it. Oh, yeah. Man, Juice got some good ass hair. If y'all ain't know. <laughs> Uh, that 4C okay <laughs> 4C baby what did you do 4C um, but I don't know man like I just I just really miss the days where everybody was prompted to just sit the fuck down I it was you know what it was it was like adult summer vacation mm-hmm. yeah and you know, for sure. We're all like, you know, we're just going to let the tide pass. We're going to be good. We're just the only way we can do it. And that was also before niggas was like, this is all made up. Yeah. Was. <laughs> that, that, niggas was, was scared. that was when niggas was still scared. <laughs> niggas was still scared at that point. Hey, the first, like, that first <laughs> month or so, niggas was serious. Like, nah, bro, y'all tripping. Yeah, no, nah, my fear didn't kick in until I want to say, like, Early April, and then I was like, oh, "Okay, shit, maybe I need to sit the fuck down." You were out here wilding at first. I wasn't wilding. I don't know. You were kind of most. Wilding. I was doing was going to Casey's house. Yeah, but I wasn't wilding. I wasn't out doing shit. And then I started feeling some type of way. I never told you this. I started feeling some type of way. You hanging out with all these other niggas? Oh, I can't go to Juice's house. What the fuck? <laughs> it was only Casey. <laughs> I was like, nigga, we can fucking record. <laughs> yeah, but at that time, though, I thought you were afraid of, like, you know, just cross being around people. Oh, I was. I, I totally was. So I was like, eh, I've been around people. And then I was like, well, shit, I am not trying to be around people no more. My thing was, I was still going to work in the office every day. So I was like, anytime I was away from work, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Because it was like, that was even before the mask order. Mm-hmm. Which is why this might be irresponsible. Don't know. Don't give a fuck. Uh, I also feel like that I probably may have had asymptomatic COVID. I was just thinking that today. Like, wow, like I've made it a whole year without catching COVID. But then I was like, but did, did I? I? <laughs> <laughs> did I really not catch it or did I just not have any symptoms? Like I worked a whole like two months before a mask order. Or did I have only one symptom? And then, because there was one point where I had a headache for like a really bad headache for a whole week. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) Oh no. And then, you know, weather changed. And I was just like, okay, is this COVID? Or I saw a tweet the other day that was just like, I forgot that we can get sick and it not be. Exactly. I was like, like, anytime you hear somebody sick, like, oh shit. Uh, anytime you hear a nigga cough it's like all right now it's, that's what made me the baddest when niggas be like i ain't scared of covid but then you hear somebody cough it'd be the main nigga turning their head right you all right <laughs> that ain't that covid is it right like shut your bitch ass up <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Beow, beow, beow.